this computer. All right. Uh, hello, and welcome to Connecting with Thick Man. My name is Sam Lee, and I'm the founder of Name of Confidence. And I've got Thick Man here. How are you today, Dick? I'm not too foul. How about yourself? Not too foul. Sounds great. I'm all right. Just, um, yeah, working from home. And yeah, interviewing people now. Uh, uh, basically, this program is really all about interviewing uh, people with influence, like entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners, and corporate professionals uh, with some kind of influence. And this program is really for getting to know you a bit better, connecting. And yeah, at the end, there'll be some time to talk about your business as well. So, so Dick, how was your... Um, what, what's, what's your plans over the weekend? Uh, honestly, I haven't thought that far ahead. I'll probably do quite a bit of work um, studying some, you know, some of this sort of business program on surveying people to, to find out what they need and want at yep. this stage. So I'll probably look at that. Mm. Maybe I'll play a bit of golf or tennis. Oh, golf or tennis. Yeah, hopefully it won't rain because <laughs> I'm looking forward to play some basketball as well, even though it's indoor. And uh, oh, so where where do you where do you play golf and stuff? Uh, I often hit the range. Um, there's a few courses around, and I occasionally go to to a few courses uh, around here. Uh, there's a lot of course, golf courses in Sydney, I guess, but the range takes a bit less time. Uh, playing around a golf can take quite a few hours. Mm, yeah, I guess. Like I've been, I've been played got like those long driving range before. I always play those. Uh, like those, um, kind of like, yeah, those range where you just, um, yeah, stay at one area and you just hit the ball out to the to that course. Is that is that called a range golf range or is it? Yeah, that's that's a golf range, yes. Oh, and that's what you do, right? Or you actually do the, the real thing, like walk around. I I do both. Yeah, as I said, it's um, most of the time it's on the range, and sometimes I get on the golf course. Mm, that's great. And what was the other thing you were gonna do? You were gonna uh, possibly, possibly play some tennis. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. A friend of mine uh, bugs me to play tennis every week, so mm. I dusted off these old rackets and started hitting with them. Ah, great! And mm. keeps you, uh, I guess, you're keeping yourself uh, fit in a way, doing sports and stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So that's great. So what what do you like? So how's everything now from your end? <clears throat> Since the last met you, I think I met you in real life when we were having that uh, that one day workshop. And anything mm -hmm. new happen? Uh, look, I've been doing a lot of obviously online stuff now with uh, with COVID. So I've done a lot of online seminars and uh, panels and interviewed people and run quite a few little sessions uh, of webinars and seminars online. Mm. Um, Mostly doing that, creating some content as well online and uh, keeping myself busy that way. Oh, that's great. And, and how's that going? Like, is that? Yeah, it's going good. It's uh, you're always learning how to improve things and, you know, how you come across on video and how to interview people and get the, the best out of that. Uh, situation. Get the best out of them and also yourself and make it engaging and entertaining as well. That's great. So are you, so yeah, I guess like you've done all this before, like it's nothing new, new to you, right? 
well, online, it's a bit new. I generally do it live in front of an audience, but mm. uh, online, it's a little bit new. So I had to get Zoom and work out how to use it. And, mm. and um, you know, the tech stuff is not normally my, my strength. So mm. getting my head around the tech stuff is a bit of, uh, I guess, learning. Oh, that's great. Yeah, like, like it's everyone's different. Like, like for me, I'm pretty shy, like in terms of like, and I get overwhelmed as well if I broadcast myself online and things like that. But it looks like you're a natural person, like natural that just, just does it. And yeah, it's very feel natural for you. Uh, and yeah, like, so, so what, so what made you, um, like do your job like as in what what made you um help people to get a dream job as well as helping them to develop their professional skills well obviously i've worked in the corporate world and had to get work myself over a long period of time a lot of different organ uh, industries companies um different levels as well one thing I found, and, and as you know, I've done a lot of seminars on the side, uh, general seminars, but also specific seminars on getting a job. Uh, what I did find was people struggled to do it. Even if you gave them a, a little bit of help, they struggled to put it into practice. So I guess taking that, you know, something I was good at, tying it in with something I enjoy doing, which is speaking and, and educating people. I sort of thought, okay, well, let's create some content and, and um, create a bit of an online academy, so to speak, mm. to help people learn uh, both getting a job, but also general career skills, presentation skills, public speaking skills, put a lot of people in public speaking as well. Um, I've done a lot of entrepreneurial sort of stuff as well, but um, focusing on the bulk of where people are. I mean, a lot of people like the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. Most people won't actually you know, either take the step or at some point we'll come back into the, the job market. So I figured you know, that's where I can potentially make a bigger influence mm. because most people at some point would be looking to improve or even change their career because not everyone loves what they do as well. Yep. yep, totally. And is this your passion in a way? Like, It's one of my passions. I think um, I, I found that I like quite a few things, but one of the things I, I like communicating with people I don't mind getting in front of a camera and I don't mind a bit of an audience. And I think one thing I do do is I look at problems differently and I try to get to a source of a problem to cure it rather than look at the symptoms. And I do find a lot of training and education these days are just sort of handling the symptoms, um, which, you know, makes people agree and nod and maybe pay some money and come back next time. But it's not always, um, it doesn't always solve some people's problems, especially something like a career or a job, it can be quite a significant problem for people. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess um, there's a lot of people out there like they're not fulfilled in life and because they're not doing the kind of job that they that they want to do. And I guess um, you have a very big uh, niche market, I guess. And who, who would you actually, what's your ideal perfect target market, would you say? Uh, look, there's obviously the niches. I mean, the reality is, um, is, is more certain niches which will, uh, will probably decide that, that they need help. Um, the market is sort of broad, but what I found is when I've done seminars, um, the guys who need more help are the guys who are harder, a little bit harder to help, 
but they probably more willing to say, okay, I need some help. So they often are people who are maybe from overseas. Um, they may have studied in a Western English speaking country like Australia, US or UK, but they have some cultural things that give them a little bit of a disadvantage. So what I do find is, yes, it takes a bit of tweaking for those guys to really understand and, and improve. There's obviously local people, anybody who needs uh, help uh, getting a job. But what I find with those people is they do feel like they can figure it out themselves. So it's, it's the broader market, but probably the, the bulk of the market is that uh, foreign culture from Asia, possibly India, Middle East as well, people who have been educated, even if they've been somewhat educated in locally and, and raised locally, there is that cultural influence that stops them. Mm, that's true. Yeah, like I guess when people start out, like especially on a different environment, I guess they need some kind of help, uh, some assistance so they can, yeah, get what they want. And I think that, yeah, what you're doing is very good, like in terms of um, helping them to improve their skills better so they can, yeah, get their dream job or as well as, yeah, just improve the sales in general and personal development wise. Uh, it's a big thing and people are willing to invest. Uh, and yeah, I guess, so you just started- well, A little bit like what you do, right? You'll probably find that's a bit of your market too. Um, people who might be culturally a little bit shy, uh, socially, you need to take a step to some degree that can be a little bit harder to train, but on the other hand, they would be more interested in it. Yeah. 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 So what I do is I train people, I skill people up so they can be more confident uh, when interacting with people, especially, um, yeah, like kind of like international students, similar, somewhat similar to what you do. So they have a lot of um, probably different culture communications uh, styles. And actually, like, really, like, if they come to Australia, Sydney, it's really about adapting to the Western culture. And, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really um, pretty much the same. Like, it's all personal development, equip them to uh, be more confident, to fit in into, into the society more. Um, yeah. And how long have you been, um, to, to, how long have you been doing this for, uh, Dick? Well, I guess doing seminars, I've been doing seminars for years and years. Yeah. Um, Creating that online content took a while. Um, so uh, probably the later half of last year and, and sort of much of this year and, and doing a lot of online seminars and recording those as well. So, I mean, it's not necessarily, it's never going to be a finished product. You're always constantly improving it. Mm. So, but over the years, let's say I've done probably my first seminar on getting a job, be close to two, eight, nine years ago now, actually, was probably mm. my first seminar on it. Wow. And, and at the time, we're still working and doing a lot of corporate work. I do a lot of consulting work um, uh, in the finance area, you know, M&A and mergers acquisitions and, and other sort of could be financial modeling or, or sort of strategic stuff with different companies. Hmm. Yeah. That's great. I guess you have to, I guess you've been through it all, like almost 10 years. So I guess. Well, I think, uh, I think part of it is, you know, what I found is I had to work in different levels and, um, you know, working with CEOs, CFOs, but also working in low levels and working across different industries. I, I mean, I have seen other career coaches and spoken to them and, and attended, uh, watched what they've talked about. And 
I guess what I felt like I brought was a, a little bit more variation of experience and perspective because a lot of those guys have either been in HR or they might have been a recruiter. Yep. They, they tended to have a sort of a point of reference looking at things mm. rather than a broad viewpoint. I've worked in recruit, for recruitment companies before, even though I wasn't a recruiter. Um, so I take, I've taken in, I've hired and I've looked at uh, the senior levels as well as the more junior levels. So I guess I've attacked or have a viewpoint from different angles. Mm. Um, and I think that's partly why I could easily diagnose a cause for something rather than just looking at a certain symptom from one angle. Mm. That's great. <clears throat> I guess you, like someone like you, think, think out of the box a lot and that's what really matters, matters to, um, like, as in to become successful. Like it's really about doing something different that other people are not doing. And that leads to my other question. Um, so what differentiates you from, like, say, other people like career coach people um, mm-hmm. or even HR recruiters? Like, like, what would you say your perk is? Well, I, I put it, uh, I, let me put it in another way. Maybe I can phrase it in this way. So, uh, you know, once upon a time, I went to, I had a little bit, let's say, of a problem with my neck. I went to a chiropractor. Okay. A chiropractor will always tell you the chiropractic solution. Oh, you've got a sort of, you know, part of your spine has been misaligned here. We just crack it back. Um, an osteopath, which is soft tissue, will tell you, oh, it's the soft tissue. A physio tells you it's muscle imbalance. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else, I've been in a thing called a spinologist, and they say, oh, it's, it's the muscles in the spine here, and they press on those. Yep. So basically, it's like if you if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Um, so when you have that one perspective, everything is solved by that perspective or that training that you've had. And I've never, I've taken, a, I guess, a broader view of, part, you know, the corporate life, but also just life and taking it from the candidate perspective, the recruiter's perspective, the manager's perspective, the guy who watches other people hire. Um, I, I guess I look from the perspective of everything and, and can try to get to the, the root cause of things. And I think that's where I find when people come to either my seminars or listen to what I explain, uh, it's, it's this idea of sometimes you don't know the solution or, you know, you, like Steve Jobs says, um, people don't know what they want until you give it to them. People don't really know the cause of their problem until you really show them and the solution. They can they try to solve things, but it's not quite right somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think my intention was not necessarily to become a job coach or a um, build a career out of this. My intention was really to say, okay, well, I, I can sort of see the problems, the big picture, okay, and I can sort of give you the solution, but that's not necessarily just what I do. Um, I, you know, I've, as I said, I've done seminars and a whole lot of things. I've met a whole lot of people. I've worked in a, more than a dozen industries and different levels. So I think my difference is I can, I feel like I can give the real problem and I give the real solution mm. uh, where others tend to, the chiropractor cracks backs, the osteopath does muscles, the physio gets you to do exercise to address muscle imbalances and other things. Mm. So I guess like summing up, like I think uh, like 
when you when you conduct the seminar like like let yourself work the magic like let your skills uh, dictate what other when other when other people um, think of you I guess in, in that in that sort of manner like as in like uh yeah like, like your like it's very like you show for your uh, results as in how you teach and stuff is that true? Um, look, I, I probably put it in a slightly different way. I think it's just more. Um, that I will, you know, you explain, someone could explain different problems or I could present certain common problems and I know um, to a large degree what those problems will are and then explain why it's happening to the degree that people understand, okay, that makes sense. I, I realise that, you know, that aha moment that some people say they get in seminars, I can produce those in, that, in those fields um, and it's something I found I'm good at. I'm good at seeing a solution and even sometimes looking at what I did. How did I do that? How did I talk my way into that job, for example? I felt like I, uh, other people could have been more qualified. I could reverse engineer what I did and explain how that worked. Um, so that's a solution. And also see why, why some people feel like they have a certain problem and I can tell them it's not their problem. Mm. For example, a common problem people say is are uh, they... Um, you know, people from overseas often say, oh, they want local experience. Well, that's not necessarily the, the real problem. Uh, and I can explain why that is. People tend to grab solutions or grab uh, problems that make them feel better. But if it doesn't solve, then that's not really the problem. Uh, even if other people tell them that's the problem too. You know, it's not, the truth is not always the popular thing. It's actually... You have to understand how the whole system works. Mm. Like diagnosing uh, what's wrong with your car, you know, the engine noise, you can pour some thick oil in it and just say, oh, your oil wasn't thick enough. Well, it's making the noise and the oil is softening the noise, but it's not really the problem. You have to fix the problem with the engine, not just deaden the noise. Mm. Very true. That's great. So um, I know you do a lot of seminars and things like that. So... I normally ask this towards the end. Uh, so what are a couple of skills you can recommend the viewers uh, on how they can uh, connect with people effectively and feel rapport with them? So do you have um, a take from your end? Well, I guess it depends on the person, but if I were to, to, to sort of try to give a general answer and look, I was probably the one of those shy people, which struggled to build rapport and, it was a bit awkward in conversation. Yeah. Uh, if I if I were to point out certain symptoms, let's say um, someone's talking, yeah, and then you sort of in your mind what's happening is you're waiting for a chance to interject or find something to grab hold to so you can talk about that more. Yeah. Right. But when you do that, it comes across as unnatural because the reason. Uh, the perspective is you're thinking about yourself, right? You think about how I could engage. It's almost like, how can I borrow this guy's energy for him to like me? Mm -hmm. How do I manipulate this person for them to like me mm -hmm. so they will keep engaging with me? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about all this logical content that they give and I grab hold it. Oh, this thing. Oh, they talked about golf and I've played golf once and I will talk about, oh, I play golf once. But I think with a conversation, yes, people have something to give, but you have to sort of give back. 
-hmm. And I think the perspective you've got to give, take is what can, what energy can I contribute to this person as well? And it could just be interest, some enthusiastic interest. Women, for example, are generally much more natural at communication, more empathic, because they use, they rely a little bit more on emotion and, and contributing emotion, leaving themselves a little bit open, yep. but giving themselves a little bit, giving a little bit of genuine admiration or interest or almost like banter. It's like if, if you don't agree, it says, oh, no, that, that's not the truth. Come on, tell me. Right. So that's, that is an expression of interest, giving some energy back. And the person now interacts. So the idea is one plus one is more than two. Right. So a person who's awkward is one plus one equals like, I want to leave. It's less than one. I'd rather be, it's, it's better by myself than talking to this person. So one plus one is less than, less than one. So it's almost like, what can you give to this conversation, this other person? And that could be a little bit of knowledge, but often it's just interest and emotion. So that's what I would say to people. You know, you could, you could, everything could be manipulated to say, I'll give some admiration, but it is, you know, genuinely what can you contribute? Uh, and it's sometimes it's emotion rather than the logic. Men tend to fall into logic rather than emotion. Sometimes it's genuine. I didn't like it. Oh, no, that was awful. Right. Uh, or general admir admiration as well. Mm. That's good. I guess. Yeah. I guess Dick, you're, you're a guy that wants to make things interesting, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's good to actually do it from a different perspective and, and yeah, it's pretty good. Like what you do, like as, as in like you're a person that is really different from other people, like the way you feel things. And it's really good. Like in terms of uh, having that kind of trait when you, when you talk to people and you communicate with people. So it just makes things more interesting and for the other person to, yeah, to be, yeah, I guess, to communicate with, with you uh, in, in that sense, which is good. So, yeah, so how's your how's your night looking? Like, today's Friday. And uh, night, uh, I look like I haven't planned that far ahead. I might go out for dinner with somebody later and... Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I think I was going to catch up with someone this afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, they want some help on a job application or an interview that they prepared for. Um, and I was going to go visit a shop and buy more fancy jackets as well. Mm -hmm. Right, keeping yourself busy. And I know you're 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 pretty like before like um, when I first met you, like you do a lot of seminars, and now you're hustling for this uh, job career uh, help with other for other people. So how, how much time do you spend per week, do you, would you say, roughly, for, like, for, like, for this uh, business that you're doing? Uh, look, I, I think it would be, you know, standard work, work sort of um, hours, you might say, whatever I, you, you would look. Because I think you look at your business as a job to yep. some degree to yep. get things going and often more than that even because it's, it's, you're responsible for it. But sometimes that work is learning and sometimes that work is um, doing work and creating content and sometimes that work is mm. a bit of fun as well. Mm. Mm. And do you think like, because I, I, I was you know, like, I'm kind of in your shoes, um, doing a lot of back-end work, like as in creating content. Do you, find, do you find that time consuming, like creating content and put it like, say, um, putting everything up? Well, how, what are your thoughts on that? Does it frustrate you or does it, uh, you like what you do? 
Well, I think uh, it's always learning and anything, you know, you might have a vision of how it works out. And then when you start doing it, it's not quite exactly the same. So you have to work out how to improve things. And um, sometimes it's easier doing it yourself. Sometimes it's easier to do it. You know, for example, I've learned a lot of stuff just by hosting some seminars and getting people on. Yeah. I've worked out some of the stuff that I did wasn't quite um, perfect. Mm-hmm. So I can improve on it. So mm-hmm. that's an external stimulus. and But also something like Zoom is great. You can record it, watch yourself, and then realize, oh, it's not very good and improve it. Cool. That's great. No worries. So do you have any questions for me? Because it's getting towards the end. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, I think it's uh, thank you for having me on. Mm. And uh, it was good to uh, catch up again. No worries. Yeah, it's always good to catch up with people you know and um, yeah, get to know where you're at at the moment. Uh, and yeah, like so the last question is, how do we find out more about you? How to find out more about me? Okay, well, I do have a website and some groups, I guess, uh, if you want to see when my next events are on and, and see what content I have. I think also have a YouTube channel I just started. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube channel. My, my website is called jobsearchandprofessionalskills.com. Mm-hmm. So that's just one word, jobsearchandprofessionalskills.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my LinkedIn and Facebook groups are called Career, Job Search and Professional Development, mm-hmm. uh, as is my uh, YouTube channel, Career, Job Search and Professional Development uh, something. So mm-hmm. you look that up. Uh, I've that's got right. some quick content there. No worries. So later on, yeah, I'll put, I'll put um, all your information into into a presentation and then, yeah, I'll let people know how to look for you in LinkedIn, check out your website and where you're at on social media. But yeah, the draws to a close. Uh, thanks for coming um, to my second episode and I hope you got some of it and have a good weekend, Dick. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.